Welcome to Gear Talk. I'm Chip. And I'm Chris. I'm Annie. This is Brooke. Yay! The gang's all here. Your talk has returned. (laughs) It has returned. Limited time engagement. Yep. (laughs) In picture. Yep, yep, yep. And in this episode, we're going to do a proper catch-up with you two from the Swarmland Labs to see what's been going on. We're also going to do a post-mortem on the recent Odyssey, Casco Bay, and Folsom Swarmland events that we uh, each participated in, either Mm -hmm. together or separately. Um, But before we get to all that, what is up, Annie and Brooke? Fill us in. Brooke can start. Gear updates. Um, I think this is a gear down date. Is that how you would say it? I huh? don't wear a garment <laughs> anymore. Oh, wow. What? <laughs> what did you say? I don't wear a watch anymore. You're- well, I do wear a watch. But not when I do a swim run. And the watch I wear only tells me my time. Mm-hmm. Guys, she has a Swatch watch. Oh, they still make this? Yeah, Swatch is yeah. very cool. Did you get it at the airport in, uh, you know, <laughs> last time you were in exactly. Detroit or something? Like... <laughs> What's wrong with Swatch? No, but I, um, it's kind of a different way of doing swim run for me. Because I've definitely, like, obviously I'm not tracking metrics. Yeah. And I'm going a lot on feel. And... It's been really enjoyable. The flow. Because, yeah, especially like in a place where you have like multiple um, opportunities for water entries and exits because you can just kind of go with, okay, I want to keep swimming and then get out when you want to get out or I want to keep running and, you know, get in when you want to get in. So um, it's been a game changer and I'm really enjoying it. It's made me really in tune with my body and I have less injuries, which I'm super stoked about. So am I. Nice. Wow. You think not having a watch is a contributing factor for you not having injuries or just like kind of like your vibe? training as hard as I normally have mm. done is probably a contributing factor to the to the injuries. But I do think not having a watch doesn't like – I'm not like – I don't have this like compulsion to, you know, do a certain distance of certain yeah. legs or things like that. Now, I don't think it's like necessarily the best thing for race-specific training. Like you might want to do like, you know – certain distances for certain legs but in terms of just like going out there and having fun it's not making me feel like i need to run you know 20 miles or whatever i'll just add as brooks swimmer and partner and friend that she is a very like by the numbers read she's a watch person win the quiz win the test win all the prizes (laughs) with all the metrics and this is a huge shift. And because of that, like injury prevention wise, sometimes like winning all the quizzes and all the tests and all the prizes means not listening to your body. So for sure. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You know, it's sometimes cool. I stop a run like 0.01 miles before it clicks over just to, you know, just to keep, keep it at our arm's length. Yeah. Just, yeah. I got some power over needing to Needing the, mm-hmm. the compulsion to the tick over to the next zero, mile. Zero. Yeah. 5.99. Stop. I'm, Stop. I'm walking. I really, I'm walking. I really <laughs> like that about you. I really like that. You got to confuse so? the body. Got to confuse the body. <laughs> there you go. Confuse your Strava followers. Have you always been like that, Chip? No. Or is it like, that's a change. Have you overcome something? Yeah. I mean, I remember rides that Chris and I would do, like century rides. If we were at 97 miles, because, you know, whatever it got missed, I would ride around the block until it clicked. Mm-hmm. See, exactly. I wouldn't. That's, that was me. That yeah. was me with running. Like I would run 
literally from like my mailbox to like the, you know, front door, like, you know, five times just to get that last point zero zero two five of a mile or something. Yeah. Luckily, so we're, it was like we're, a border collie, that. a neurotic border collie. And now I'm more like a lab. Just love so a golden retriever. <laughs> yeah. Nice. How about you? That's Amy? my big gear update. I love it. My gear, big gear and life. Yeah. Uh, my big, I think it's all, it's all connected as Brooks was. My gear update and life update is that I have been deprioritizing mm. goggles <laughs> because wow. I have deprioritizing swimming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. And it turns out you don't need goggles For to none. run. Exactly. <laughs> so um, like a long, long-term gear update on the Roka R1s, which have always been my go-to goggle because yeah. they're awesome, is that Part of another reason why they've always been my go-to goggle is because they have an awesome warranty, like no questions asked. And the Roka R1s, pretty much spot on the nine-month mark of using them with some frequency to do longer ocean swims, would get like this like saltwater damage mm-hmm. to the rubber nose connector, and it would break. And that was always like a terrible swim. And I knew it happened sometime in the ninth month of the life of my Roka R1 goggles. Then I would just email their customer service and I'd have another pair in like three days. It was like, it was like being born again. It was like (laughs) nine months of gestation in the ocean and then a birth of a new Roka. I thought you were going with more of like a, you know, Jehovah's Witness kind of thing. (laughs) That too. (laughs) So it just so happens that I have so deprioritized goggles. And, and swimming that more than nine months have passed mm. since I last cashed in on the Roka R1 warranty and the nose piece sure enough has broken. Oh. And so I had to go deep dive into the goggle storage boxes of where, you know, I don't actually have a lot of goggle storage boxes, but in there for like a four or five. Consumer. What's that? Just like four or five. Yeah, this is like a subjective term, not many. Um, <laughs> but for the Casco Bay swim run, I needed goggles. And I also needed Brooke because uh, she needed to pull my ass through those swims. Nice. <laughs> and I, one of the goggles that I found that I chose to use was the Roka X1, which is like the bug eye Are those the fly ones? Yeah, totally. And Did you like them? Nope. Oh. Nope. Oh, really? Oh, nope, nope. oh the bu- oh the bug eye little. Oh, yeah. Audrey Hepburn sunglasses of goggles. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're they're big. Oh, that was like a disaster. You had leaky goggles like on every oh, no. single swim. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nothing's worse but- than leaky goggle syndrome. Leaky <laughs> goggles. The only worse. thing worse than leaky goggles for chipper is foggy, foggy goggles. <laughs> yeah. I get them both. Is that worse? <laughs> I don't know if that's worse. <laughs> If I may offer a worse thing than both of those, it's what I had with the Roka X1 fly goggles, which was leaky goggles and foggy goggles. I had water in one yeah. and fog in the other. Oh, so, wow. Anyway, I was Yikes. Got hit with the crossfire. Way. Luckily, it's all connected because Brooke towed my ass through the swims. Yeah, and close your eyes right. and go. Yeah. We're connected. Swimming, and I especially love swimming behind Brooke. But one more piece of this goggle gear update story, which links back to many, many podcasts, which tied into my husband, Brent, mm-hmm. having his 
goggles like lost and found and all of that is that Brent, his role for the Casco Bay swim run was to clear the course. And he harvested a good catch of goggles in his sweeping role. What? Awesome. The right? How many, how many the goggles are we talking about? Three pairs of wow. goggles. So the ocean taketh away and the ocean giveth back. Wow. <laughs> so you have three new pairs of goggles to test yeah. out. And one of them is, two of them are like the Speedo Vanquisher, typical yeah. everyday everybody goggle. And those are fine and I'm happy to have them. And I'm sharing them with Brent. And the other one was a real score, which was a Michael Phelps goggle. Ooh. Dude, someone's going to call in and be like, that's my goggle. Yeah. Yeah, you, low just, type boys just go at info at swimrunlabs.com. <laughs> hey, Annie, get my goggles back. Here go to the lost and found. Shipping not yeah, included. So they're, they're polarized and they're called Exceed. And so far they have exceeded my expectations. I love them. Wow. Oh, yeah. nice. nice. And some puns. Oh, but if they're yours, let us know. <laughs> yeah. You're and you might get them back. Yeah. If you want them back, too. If they're yours, you can let us know. If you want them back, keep it to yourself. <laughs> yeah. <Maybe> like <laughs> we don't want to hear it. Yeah. We don't want to hear it. We're not interested in that right now. Um, so I'm curious before, you know, we'll get into sort of a post-mortem, a post-mortem on Casco and how your race went. But um, we had no idea that you guys were even going to do the event. You surprised event. us. We, we were totally surprised when we saw you at, at Bid Pickup. What, uh, what, what made you guys come out? I know Brent was coming out, so that probably meant, Annie, that you were coming out. But... Um, what was that discussion like for you guys to sign up for the short course? What was I don't that? even remember. Because <laughs> we didn't really know we were doing it until like, a, oh, I guess a couple months before. Yeah, we actually decided to do the long course. Oh. Yes, we originally decided to do the long course. And then um, with my new gear down date and Annie's um, not using her goggles on swimming, mm-hmm. we both came to the decision that we were, I was very undertrained in running and she was very undertrained in swimming. And so we decided to have a good time and not injure ourselves and do the short course. Does this, uh, does, does the statement I'm about to make help or hurt that statement that you just made? The fact that you guys would have probably won the long course. If he would have entered. I think they no they accomplished comment. their goals. No the comment. Race. No comment. Okay, I'm just putting it out there. Okay, all right. Cool. That's great. I feel like you're throwing lobsters at me. Right <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it was a real thrill for us when we saw you at Bit Pickup. We were like, oh, my great. God. It's always great to see you guys. Um, and, yeah, right then and there, we're like, hey, we should do a show and kind of do a post-mortem on everything that happened. But before we get to that, Chipper and I yeah, have with you guys? a super long list of gear updates. We actually have a few more, but... Oh, let's hear well, them. Look, come on. Well, You're holding out on them. Or... Well, we? I, I really kind of want to share this for Brooke, but it has to do with socks. Oh, we'll talk about it at the race. Oh, oh okay. The, okay, the retrospective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Teaser. We'll I want to hear what's up with you guys. Well, as you may or may not have noticed, Ark's been rolling out a bunch of new wetsuits, so we got our hands on quite a few of those. We're still trying <laughs> okay, to get Okay, wait, 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 wait. I'm going to guess, and Annie, you have to guess too, how many Ark wetsuits the two of you own oh. together? I'm going to say... Hold on. Hold on. We got to count. Chris, they could see your hands in the camera. <laughs> Chris has... I'm going to say, I'm gonna say nine. Ooh. 
I might be lowballing it, but I'm going to say nine. Was that right? Was that the right that, answer? That June? was someone calling about their goggles. <laughs> yeah, they wanted to get their goggles. They their want goggles their goggles back. back. It was that. What do you think? And he was saying, "What the hell? We need to keep those." Oh, so sorry. They really want their goggles. <laughs> I have six arc wetsuits. Wait, Annie. Okay, oh, you have six. I, yeah. Hold on, stop. Wait, oh, my final count. Wait, you I think have six. You yeah. that the oh, that's right. Yeah, because you have, you have two things. You have, I appreciate two, this little two, piece four. of trivia. I just want that Chipper has six, but I think between the two of you, you guys have 14, 13, 13. We have 12 oh, between the two of us. That was we each have be my six. Second guess. But that's, that's not all that's in the stable. In fact, I, I was just trying to figure it out because I just mailed out another wetsuit to someone who asked for one. You guys have a soccer team of ARC wetsuits. So I have, I have of them on loan. Yeah, four, four wetsuits I have that are out on loan. Chipper has like three. At least two or three, yeah. One that's not coming back. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, it's, Wait. It's, we got to get a message to that person. Back. That needs to come back. No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's never using it. Um, yeah, we... They have... ARC has the Uto Air their new sleeveless wetsuit. So I got that one to test out and they have added some internal pockets to the wetsuits. Now they're side entry. So they're kind of right in the front on the zipper, kind of right where the, uh, that buoyancy belt is. It's like a love handle pocket. And it goes all the way back to kind of your mid back. And it's like arc kangaroo top fabric. Oh, like sewn in. Yeah, like sewn in. And I mean, you could fit you could fit your paddles in there, no problem. What happens Both. when you tab down? Well, because well, they're horizontal, entry. you don't have the problem that the you know, I oh censor myself yeah. like the orca suits had, where you would just cab down, everything would just fall out. Fall out. You so. know, they don't have a lot of great pictures of the Uto Air online. They just have <laughs> a guy looking down at some rocks. Yeah, one and- Adriel Young running in a trail well you just hold on brooke there will be a low tide boys video on the youtube channel soon enough okay so yeah stay i want tuned for that. i want details and i also want um compare and contrast of this suit with shall we say it the v word the v word oh well this we can do a, a direct con- contrast because the v2 Ar- the v yeah word. arc also released a new vig which i promptly immediately ordered um are addicted to the V word. And it's yeah. it's amazing. So what we can talk about that during Folsom because I wore that thing for the first time, the new updated suit. So I can definitely give some feedback on that, but it's amazing. I also got they also released a V2 of the Corp, and I was really curious about that one. Um and the V2 is a huge upgrade from the first one. Yeah. Better construction, better fit, better collar. It's like um, a brand new suit. It's great. It's great. I mean, that suit, honestly, if you just drop me off anywhere and like that's the only suit I had to do a race, no, problem. no problems at all. Super comfortable. Would you consider it still entry level? Yeah. Still entry level, still at a good price point, but just better construction. Quality for the people. Yeah. Yeah. Durable. Nice. It's great. It's, a, it's an amazing suit. What Dude, else do we so have? So many updates. I can't wait to hear how they race. I've been. Testing new shoes out, some VJ shoes. So we're training for Attila, and all we hear about is people slipping on the rocks and how slippery it is over there and the Swedish, slick Swedish rocks. So all the Swedes use VJ shoes, allegedly. So I got my granite. 
The rocks? Why are the rocks so slick compared That's to like... Because they're near the water. <laughs> no, but a lot of rocks are near the water that we swim run on. I don't know. Casco's we'll, got some uh, slick rocks. We'll tell you after seaweed. September. Yeah, tell yeah. us if they're really slick. We'll, we'll get a geologist on the show and get to the bottom of that. <laughs> I would appreciate I that. I think it's less to do with the rock and more to do with the sea lichen. Rocks. Oh, Moss. interesting. Yeah. So they're known, VJs are known for their grip. So I ordered a few pairs for myself, of course. Um, and I have been using them for a couple races now. Um, I have since retired my Hoka Zanals. After Swim Run Lake James, those were those were retired. And then I bust out the VJ Ultras. Man, but, you went from Hoka's to VJ's? Yeah, but they're, the Ultras is the they're most plush okay. of the VJ's. So they're not right. very, they're not, VJ has like very super minimal style yeah. ones. These are, these are more of your kind of traditional. I also recently discovered yesterday that they came out the Ultra 2's that have a rock plate in them and some updated uh, sole stuff. So those are also on the way. Because leaving no stone unturned. Yeah. <laughs> no rock, no rock, rock unturned. plate unturned. The closer Sweden gets, the more VJ shoes to order. The yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. closer it gets, yeah, the more money you're throwing like at the problem. a direct proportion to like the more gear you get, the closer Can't to fix this with training, so we're going to have to buy our way. Yeah, there's a direct correlation here. between level of anxiety and random Yeah, purchases. and gear, for sure. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, another thing, Chipper, that you tried is the Two Toms Lube, which was a recommendation from Sarah Fergot after your neck was... Uh, ouchie mama on the... I got some gnarly wetsuit rash all the I way around. I thought that was an Annie recommendation. She Annie turned me on to Two Toms. Oh, really? She's it's a Two Toms. possible yeah. that I didn't tell you. But Two Toms True. is the way to go, right? I You turned you turn me on to Two Toms. That's a, it was a game changer. Okay. I used it at, I mean, I had gnarly rash. It was bad. And I was telling uh, Sarah, a fellow Novato resident, and she goes, I have this extra two times. You can try it out. So I, I took, I got it from her and I used it at Folsom. I had no issues, but um, I think I just need to also lube up more. Like, generous, generous. Yeah, lube. didn't, weren't you the one who yes. like over lubed? No, I would just not lube at all. No, I thought one time you lubed you to the on point, like a wet seal. Yes, I thought the lube was sunscreen. Yeah. That's right. Maybe that's what you need to do. I probably should, yeah. <laughs> sunscreen <laughs> it up again. <laughs> or just find lube that doubles as sunscreen, and then you'll oh. put it all over. You know they make that. Do they? Yeah, there's a lube that has a, um, no, the Body Glide. They have one oh, that they has have a, a SPH. One. So. Hmm. Annie, where did you hear about two times? I heard about it from adventure racing. Yeah. It's it is the best lube for sure. Sarah and I agree on that. And how long have you been using this for? Forever. Ever you know, it was so wow. long ago there was only one Tom. There's a, it's just called <laughs> Dad Tom. Dad added the second yeah. Tom. Yet. Yeah, had his son Tom. And Tom had a child and <laughs> also called him Tom. So how long have I been using it? I probably like six or seven years. But wow. I think the um the secret recipe is to do a layer because two toms is really, really um slippery. It's like it's really slippery. But it's really thin, like it's it's more of an oil than a cream, and because of that, 
mentally, I feel like I need to create two layers of lube with something more sticky and something more slippery. So I actually do oh. like body glide or some kind of like more pasty type of lube yeah. that comes mm-hmm. in like a deodorant container. A chapsticky type um, thing, yeah. I do that on the base and then I like two toms till the cows come home so that there's like oil dripping off of me. Wow. And you never get, you never chafe. I'm a little bit neurotic. Yeah, but I mean, it's worth it. I'm right now I'm talking from Chafe City on my neck. Chafe City sucks. Yeah, it's yeah. not a good place to be. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to live in Chafe, Chafe City. No, Chafe City sucks. It's the armpit of America. Yeah. <laughs> they thought it was Gary, Indiana, but it's not. <laughs> How did um, it work for you, Chipper? I thought it worked well, but I also felt, well, one, the applications like the old school rollerball deodorant. Which you know, I guess you yeah. kind of appreciate uh, I like a little that. bit. Also, it's it it was very slick, very lube esque, if you will, but also yeah, very thin. Like I wasn't sure if it had enough. It kind of was making me nervous. Did you get neck rush? No, oh. it was also it was fresh water. An hour and a half race. Yeah. Yeah. Fresh water. Yeah. Plus, it's also the big where the collar sits real low. So mm-hmm. you haven't really put it to the test. I'm hearing. Yep. Are yeah. we talking about? Um, race gear stuff right now. Sure. We can't. Chris, okay. what do you have for your, you've been testing some yeah. things. Um, yeah, I mean, nothing more than, than those uh, uh, Adidas shoes you got. Oh yeah. So I got, I think I mentioned them way back when the Adidas Terex Speed yeah. Pro Trail, which drain awesome. They're very minimal. Um, and I wore them for the Folsom race. First time using them in a race. I'd worn them in a swimmer practice before that. Um, and they weren't comfortable because it was in San Francisco. So it was all running like on concrete and pavement. And like my lower legs were just <laughs> kind of smoked. Um, but yeah, warm in the swim run. It's great. Super light. Good what grip. Is the name of that Good grip. Shoe? Pardon? What's the name of that shoe? Adidas Terex Speed Pro Trail. Hmm. Link in the show notes. Yeah. They're, uh, yeah, they're cool. Like, they're like very... Uh, they're almost like track spikes. They're, they're so minimal, but really good grip. Con- continental. Continental. Tire. Nice. You know, all these, you know, Michelin's got theirs. Conti's got theirs. What's the other one? V- Vi- Vibram. Vibram. Although they don't make Vibram tires, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Maybe. But, uh, but yeah, so I've been testing using those, and that's been great. Other than that, the kit's been pretty pretty much pretty the same. Locked. Pretty I've locked never in. heard you switch your shoes in all these years. Yeah, well, I'm still. This was just kind of mess around with, just to do something new. But yeah, I'm, I'm Ooh. sticking with uh, the like Amphibs. We are slotted to get, fingers crossed, the new Frank Paddle Pros. I don't know if you guys have seen those on the the Instagrams, but it's a new paddle design. It's right, super large and in charge looking. Describe it. Well, it's more of like a wing where the, we've talked about this before, where sort of the fulcrum of um, the pressure is closer to your wrist or below your wrist rather than on your fingers. Awesome. Oh. So it kind of like stretches, you know, comes down on each side of your hand almost like past your wrist. Like it crosses the joint line. Yep. That's so those, interesting. But we'll see. We're poor back. Oh, from what we've heard sort of anecdotally, people are super stoked on them. So you don't have to use your wrist muscles, like your wrist flexor muscles. You just get splinted by the yeah, or yeah, and you get just more use of your kind of engage your forearm a little bit. Yeah, it encourages you to use your forearm. Cool, and it has a lot, way more surface area Mm -hmm. as well. So didn't we talk about 
one of us doing that in training, flipping the paddles over. Yes, for um, the upside down to train like that for as a drill. I think that was you. Yeah, or just putting your fingers <laughs> over the tips of the paddles. Yeah. 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 What does that do? That kind of helps get your uh, entry in well, a little it, bit. Yeah, it gets your el- it keeps your elbow high. And mm-hmm. then it encourages you to, like Chris said, use your forearm and not um, scoop with your wrist like this. You're entering yeah. into that. And you got to get your elbow high to do that. So I like it. Okay. Yeah. So we'll, re- we'll report back on that. But, yeah. um, you know, I'd love to hear what you guys think Casco Bay went for you guys, like how the race went. Give us a mini race report and tell us like your gear choices and we already heard some of it, but anything you would have done different or or what? Okay, let's discuss. Before that, can I offer a testing thing that you should do with the Frank paddle? When we get them, sure. Always. Yeah. Can you wear one of the old paddles on one hand and Ooh. one of the other paddles on the other hand and do like a super long swim run and see if you notice any fatigue difference in any of your muscle groups? Or, or if you, you just start swimming, taking a bunch of, just swimming circles. Right. You're just or you're like, circles. yeah, veering one direction versus the other. I think it'll be a good, like, comparison. That might split my brain in half, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried. And send them to well, me if you and just I'll switch it. hands and it'll just bring it back together. <laughs> okay. There you, oh, go. There you yeah. go. There's an antidote. To brain yeah. <laughs> I'll meld my brain back together. <laughs> nice. Okay. Casco. Um... This was a very different race for us, right? True. True. So we always have um, a lot of different goals for races. We have like an A goal, a B goal, and then our super secret goal. And um, what? It's always the same. Yeah. (laughs) Super super secret goal is always the same. Worst kept secret um, in swim run. Yeah. (laughs) But um, our A goal this year... Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how deep I want to get into this, but, um, in short, uh, the pandemic has prioritized a lot of things for my, I can speak, say that for myself, reprioritized a lot of things and I didn't do as much swim run training and was doing just other things with my life. And because of that, I thought, you know, I want to do a race, um, where we're really just enjoying the course and Casco in particular, because I really love that community. They get really into the race and they're yeah. really supportive of it. And it's also for Annie and I, it's like a very special race. Like it was one of our first races together and it was just a glorious race. And um, so I approached Annie saying like, hey, what if we try not to win and or podium or anything and just try to enjoy it and enjoy the views and enjoy the swim and talk to the people and eat the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches there was a lot without, you know, choking on them as I'm chasing Annie. And, um, yeah. Is there anything else you want to add Annie about our intention? And then Annie, what did Annie say? Annie said, I don't know if I can do that, Brooke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a couple of months to. <laughs> but then, then it just felt like the right way to challenge ourselves. And I think for each of us, the, like the challenge became, uh, 
like inner peace instead of miles and paces and um hunting people down and what hunting people down and passing people yeah. oh is that what you call it no, okay <laughs> I think of it as hunting. Anyway, I it, it sort of started feeling like a challenge that would be fun to take on and that I really like needed Brooke to take that on. And it it dovetailed well with where I was at in my life too, with you know, recent things that have happened to me and my family in the last year has been the birth of our first child and obviously the pandemic and um, I just am not training at the volume that I'm used to at all. And I have totally deprioritized my swimming. And so, um, so yeah, I kind of, I was, I just sort of admitted, like, I don't know, we're going to have to like come up with some real good mantras and like really prepare my brain and body for this immense challenge. Um, but it's, it was really fun and it was really fun to like, God, people, this is why you have a swim run partner. Like you get yeah. to swim run for personal growth when you need personal growth in the context of sport. Like it's so good. It's so good. So eventually like we, well, I was like, yes. And then we realized that if we were going to do it at this pace, that this dreamy pace that we're thinking of, like no struggle, no suffer, maximum enjoyment. Um, and it's also a bit tricky because I will, I will say that it has always been true for me. And I think, well, it's still true that I, I do enjoy really struggling suffering. and suffering. Yeah. <laughs> Going for it. Yeah. 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 But I also enjoy many, many aspects of life and sport. So we were like, well, if we're doing this, it's going to be a great all day pace. We'll just do the long course and literally take all day. We'll make the long course as long as possible because we love this stuff. And yeah. Then we, then we kind of like got our heads together and we're like, well, that actually might not be good for us. So we decided to make the short course as long as possible. And it was too short. It was, it was too, too short. short. Yeah. It was way Do you too know short. the race director? The what? Do you know the race director? <laughs> we'll get, we can get some feedback. Yeah. <laughs> we need to make the short course. <laughs> we did, we did give them some feedback. I, want the I don't know if longer. it was too short because it was actually, I, it did feel shorter than other years, but because uh, we did the short course our first race, but I don't know if it's too short because of the pace we were taking it at. But we just wanted to keep going; like it would have been yeah. fun to then that was the do best. the short course again. It like, was the best feeling to finish and be like, "I'll have another, please." Right? Yeah, <laughs> fill it up again. Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> that is great. And um, yeah, we talked to a lot of locals on the race course, which was a lot of fun. Owned the houses on the like properties that we were. Yeah, and we like oh, wow. Talk you were just like asking them, like, "Hey, is this?" I mean, house? it was like not exactly like a stop and slow conversation, but it was like, "This house is whose house is this? Whose house is this?" Yeah, <laughs> we did have a conversation with yeah. that couple on the beach, and I mean, we just did things that we don't normally do. We stopped in the middle of a swim and like floated on our backs and looked around for a second, like <laughs> awesome. just like a bunch of shit. We would we cab down. We would never cab down. We, we never cab down, people. That shit takes so long. Oh my god, we're so inefficient at it. Got to practice. It's worth. Yeah, so worth it though. Yeah, in fact, you know, little sidebar. Chipper and I were talking the other day, and like, you know, we're trying to elevate our game and have everything kind of dialed in, transitions, everything. Cabin down, suck at it. That's 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 the final frontier in terms of like you know 
trying to do swim run elegantly. It's just like it is hard. Getting your arm stuck. And oh, I just yeah, and it's, it's hard ugly. too when you we both wore the Orno X and we love the little delicate sleeves. And it's like it's nerve wracking. Annie, Annie would cab me down and she'd be like, oh, 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 like, like carefully take the sleeves off. And it was like I gloves for the lingerie part. Yeah, it was like five minutes to cab down and um, and then like another five. We didn't practice it at all. So another five minutes to cab back up and get like order of operations correct. And why we never used to cab down. But like, yeah, gee, Mani, you get some airflow and it is worth it. And I just had an idea is to help streamline the cabbing down. We should two toms our whole shoulders and upper arms. Yes. Even maybe Why not a bad idea. Because that's the part that gets so sticky. Stuck. Yeah. Mm. I agree. Yeah, kind of like what you do in triathlon um, so that you can your pull off your wetsuit. Yeah. yeah. Or cab down, you know, like after a swim, I take my wetsuit off in the ocean because it just slides right off. What if you cab mm. down in at the end of your swim hmm. and then it would just slide off? There's an idea. Well, you don't want it to slide all the way off. It's Sunday. <laughs> Maybe. It's always, it's always Sunday. It's always Sunday. It's always low Sunday. Low tide boy now. I feel so um, responsible for a lot of things that have been happening in the sport of swim run. Surfiers, people, surf, people freaking, you know, going commando. <laughs> Speaking of surfiers, so the cabbing down in surfiers mm. posed a new problem for me. Um, because I'd worn the surfaders before, but never cab down. And then cabbing back up, I kept getting the cord between the neckline of my wetsuit and my yeah, neck. And that's that. where, that's the only place where I got chafing was like where that cord was. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah you definitely so have to make sure it's out of the way. That's what I mean by order of operation. There's a lot going on when you're cabbing back up again, you know, and then under the jersey bib and then where's your pull Yeah, that's tough. And- so I came across, I sent this clip to Chris on Instagram, a very elegant, like two minute full video of uh, Max Anderson and Hugo Tormento, Tormento at Utila uh, Incident. Basically like the number one swimmer. They're the number one the team right now. They're yeah. killing it. They've won like four races in a row or whatever. It's uh, they're running on this fire road and they're cabbed down. And then the whole two minutes is them like basically cabbing up and how like fluid it is. And then they go into, I was watching this Ooh. and I was just so amazed. Yeah. And I was like, you send was, it to me. I feel like that's like swim run. Porn yeah, right there. It, was, it, was, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was very, very much like if, if you, if you're into sort of swim run flow and all that stuff, it was yeah. like. Oh, I'm very into swim run porn, Chris. (laughs) Yeah. And Hugo, uh, we had another guest that was talking about his transitions for for the ARC Super Sprint on just like the way he was coming out of the water. Like this guy, uh, Nicholas Roman was just like, oh, you know, just amazing. You know, (laughs) it's like he's already running. He's not even out of the water. Like, yeah, he's 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 got it down. Is there a video of that? Okay. Super duper. Super. Yeah. I want to see that. Okay. uh, If I can put it in the show notes, I'll figure a way to put it in the show notes okay orno x yep double what else what other gear how do we did you guys feel like that was sufficient for you or you were you a little bit cooked on some of the runs not cooked no not because of the cap down we didn't cap down at the start and the start was supposed to be a half mile run and then a swim but the swim was over the sandbar which the tide gone out on so it became a longer run and we were drip we were like swimming Leaking. oh oh this brings me to my next really exciting thing to report which was after that 
heinously sweaty run, there was the um, the dock jump, the pier jump. Yes. And um, my pretty much my goal for the race was to do the pier jump. I decided right before I went to bed and I dreamed about it. And basically um, I came up with a whole new way of storing my stuff and because, and, and this like no suffer, no struggle, do what you need to do mentality that we raced with allowed me to have the coolest pier jump experience ever. Can you explain your process? The process was... (laughs) I'd love to hear more. (laughs) Everything in my wetsuit, and I zipped it up, and... Even your buoy? Nope. I kept my buoy at my waist, because we weren't allowed to put it through our legs, which has always been my move before. But that allowed me to free my mind, and the rest will follow as I just jumped, which I've never done before, and... Um, this sounds like it's not a big deal, but for me guys, it's a really big deal. Nice. It was a big jump. Yeah, it was a big, it was a highlight. Yeah. It was a big jump after a hot run and we both had to pee really bad. And so we just like jumped and then floated on our pull buoys and had a nice long, 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 cool off, long unzip the wetsuit and unpack your. So yeah, we, uh, we, we, a couple of baby otters. There wasn't, uh, there wasn't a photographer. So we were like, well, (laughs) screw this. You guys. (laughs) I, so you, I, I didn't jump you, but no. I don't think I do. You didn't do the jump because there was no photographer. Partly, <laughs> we were coming in pretty hot. We're coming in temperature-wise and speed-wise, and I'm like, I want to get in the water as soon as possible, but this isn't the way that I really feel like doing it right now. Oh so man! What would have happened yeah. if there had been a photographer? We, uh, I probably would have jumped. I would have tried to convince Chipper to jump, but there was like no one around. I mean, our race was really strange. Like we got into no man's land, like pretty early on so we just didn't really see anybody um no one to hunt no one to hunt <laughs> no one to hunt down um and we didn't see people basically until a couple of the fast short course people caught up to us um so it was like you know different we weren't really weren't really Isn't moving and sort of in that way which like you annie for me it's like super i mean I'm, i can find energy and pace just from having someone to chase and uh, we didn't have anyone, so we were just kind of doing our thing. Yeah. So back to what we were wearing and what we were using for gear. I wore a pair of shoes for a swim run that I'd never worn for swim run. And I wore them in the race, which were the Hoka Mafates. Ah, yes. So they're sort of like a... Um, they have less like cushiony in the upper. They're pretty like minimal in the upper, but of course maximal in the sole. Um, mm. And they were great. I my last minute decision to use them was based on our our no struggle no suffer goal, and I was like, I just want my comfiest shoes, so I'm gonna wear them. And if Love it means it. I have to like walk over the rocks on the beach, I guess I'll do that. Luckily, I didn't, but I will say there was minimal beach rock hopping in the short course this year. And there was a little bit of it, and it felt really sketchy in those shoes. <laughs> <laughs> too, too plush, underfoot. Too plush. No ground feel, but extremely fluffy and comfortable. And they probably... Instead of Hoka One, One was Hoka Oh No, Oh No. Oh, slipping on the rocks. <laughs> oh. That's my dad joke for the evening. Yeah, nice. I like it though. I wore my usual Swiftwick socks. I did not use paddles because I wanted to respect... Mm 
my shoulders and okay. <laughs> are pretty scrawny. And you have Brooke. And so, I have Brooke. Yeah. You know, exactly. It's like a jet ski. <laughs> <laughs> and I wore surf ears and I wore the aforementioned Roka X1 fail fail goggle and kangaroo oh no Top. wore the lapa bra lapa ah. bra yeah because I'd- i like the lapa bra more than than any top it's nice just to have a sports bra unless and you have a, a ton, unless you have a really long stretch between aid stations which you yeah. don't have at all yeah right, right. right but even the lapa bra you can fit those um water bottle collapsible water bottles and you can fit a lot in there yeah it's pretty good um I wore my normal Innovates. I you remember I bought like eight pairs because yeah. I stopped How many making are you them. I'm I have three left. Oh my god! <laughs> and um, twenty and then thirty, I, you'll be through those. Yeah, I like how Chipper's like. Oh my god, you have like eight pairs of. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously, <laughs> who am I to be throwing shade <laughs> at anybody's Something shoe collection? The pot black kettle. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I wore. I didn't wear my sea snugs. Oh my god! Did not wear wow. her sea snugs, people. Is that because they're confiscated deal. by TSA? <laughs> yeah, as like a weapon. Like my precision <laughs> hydration gel. No, I I'm loving this okay. trend that Swim Run is doing right now with giving out free socks at their races. Oh, um, so you yeah. just wore the Odyssey ones? <laughs> no, I didn't wear the Odyssey ones. Brent, under Annie's guidance gave out free rainbow colored swim run socks at the Bellingham swim run that we did earlier oh, in the year. Nice. Damn. And I love them so much. That's so awesome. it's quest racing um, socks. And I wore, I sported those socks. Do you guys have any more of those? I would love yeah, to. Wear. We, They're uh, super awesome. Let There's me probably leftover PB and J's too. Let me see what I can do. We'll stuff some PB and J's in their socks and send them. Sweet. And I'll tell you, remember my theory about the sea snugs preventing rocks and sand from getting in my shoes? Yeah, it's not the true. sea snugs. It's, um, I don't, I guess it's my Innovates because I wore me. these socks and I had no sand and rock issues. They were great. I'm glad we've debunked that. I'm still yeah. loving imagining you using your sea snugs as a weapon at TSA. <laughs> <laughs> it's like these <laughs> are bomb, yeah. <laughs> Who was that wrestler that would, Mankind. <laughs> then you have a no okay no. <laughs> no um and then i wore my usual i wore zogs my usual gogs and uh yeah everything nice. else was great except for my surfers getting into my yeah and you watch your lube what's your lube of choice now i'm asking everybody two times i i do two, two times, times. As well. Um, and I think it would have worked if I hadn't gotten some rubber stuck between yeah, my neck and my wetsuit. <clears throat> yeah, and then I still, not? oh, and the day before the swim run, I was swimming, my husband and I were swimming in, um, another part of Maine. I forget where that was. Um, and we literally ran into in the water, other swimmers and we popped up and the, the woman goes, oh my God, are you doing the swim run tomorrow? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, can I see your suit? I was wearing my Orno X. Ooh, and she like nice. went to go touch like like my breast almost. And I was like, oh. oh this she was like, in the water? Yeah, this is in the water. So and did she's you like, like start just like kicking your legs like a, like a water polo player? Shallow, it was pretty shallow. Like, so we, were, we stayed shallow because of the shark 
reports. I was like on my shark activity app, like that entire weekend looking, like looking at sharks by name. And, um, so we stayed pretty shallow, but she, um, but then she went on to be like, and I, we have the same paddles and it, they're just those, you know, cheap plastic paddles that Energies, I've been yeah. racing with for years. And she talked about how she lost her Frank paddles in the ocean. Oh, no. Oh, practice swim oh, run. Yes. The day before. And so um, she asked me to keep an eye out for him, but I was like, yeah, 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 when you, if you lose these, it's not yeah, a big deal, they're but. they're in the belly of like you know Henry Houndstooth the eighth, <laughs> or white, great white shark living off. Yeah, the coast. I thought that was gonna be a whale's name. Yeah, no, what was the so guy? The it was like okay. it was like um, George Robin there or L George. There was a name of a shark that was like twelve foot that was like sighted <laughs> in the areas, nice. and I was like follow, tracking him down the coast. Wow, that's great. <laughs> great. White. So any any gear. Uh, would regrets you're happy with how everything went other than, uh, you know, cabbing down practice. You felt like you made the right gear choices. Yeah. Yeah. Except yeah. For the goggles. Yeah. Except yep. for the goggles. The goggles. Yeah. yeah. Goggle yeah, actually, Temperature wise. We didn't fully answer your question about the Orno X. Sleeves? Uh, no sleeves. Nope. And I was super surprised that I actually got cold. At one point, I wasn't cool until was after cold. I finished because it was like, I think there were some longer swims um, consolidated at the, at the end of the course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when I finished, I was cold and I was like, whoa, okay, I'm glad I had this wetsuit on. Did you guys get cold? I think. Um, hear about your I mean, food. there were definitely some swims that were cold. I mean, we both wore the Utas. Yeah. And there was one swim Chipper was leading where from was literally brisk. from the waist up, I was fine. But from, you know, the running plus plus bottom down, it was cold. Yeah. Interesting. Chris, were you almost going to wear the VIG last year? Yes, or did you oh, my God. Did well, you? This was this was a whole production. Yeah. Like I, I think I told you guys, like, I got to know because I just got in the brand new VIG. Yeah. And that's what I wore last year. Yeah. Um, that was a good choice for you last year. Yeah, it worked. I mean, the first swim, I was definitely sort of reevaluating all of my life choices because that first swim was pretty cold. Um, and I brought like arm sleeves plus an extra swim cap in case like I really needed to mitigate some of this cold stuff, but ended up not using any of it. But for this one, um, we hadn't done as much swimming in, in, in sort of in cold open water. And for last year's race, I actually done a lot of training in the VIG. So I felt yeah, like yeah. I was pretty comfortable with it. Um, and it was a new suit and the new suits fit a little bit tighter or they're just like a little bit shorter than, um, than the previous ones. I don't know if they need to stretch out or whatever. So I was trying to make a sensible decision or just have good content for the show basically. But I ended up going with the Uto and I was happy with that choice. Okay. Yeah. Also happy to just finally made a choice and moved on with my life too. (laughs) No arm sleeves either. What else did you wear in your kit? Yeah, so pretty similar for both of us. We had, you know, our swim caps or goggles. I had my surf ears. We both had kangaroo tops, um, keel pluses, pool buoys, mm-hmm. no arm warmers, Frank paddles. Frank paddles. And then um, Chipper had his uh, Swiftwick Aspire, and I had the CEP thin knee-high socks. Um, and then, yeah. I had the VJs. VJ Maxes, Ult- ultras. ultras. And those are pretty new, Chip? Yes, they're 
It's your first they're race. Very tank. It is my first race. race with them. They're very tank esque. They <laughs> seem like they're going to last for a while. They very durable. They're also a little bit stiff. I looked on my Strava. It took about eighty miles for me to kind of break them in where they were feeling nice, mm. and then I put those away and I started using the new pair to break those in mm. as well. So I have one pair that I'm kind of saving for race so, stuff and then other what you guys wore for this race would you say you were kind of testing it out for world's kit and that's a good question yeah. i don't know we didn't we didn't specifically like think about that but i could see the minus the heat that we would get i i could see the water being kind of similar yeah i mean the, the uta is a great suit like we wore that at lake james earlier in the year um that's the first race I think that we both wore it. Yeah, like during a race. Um, I th- I think I mean for at least from from my side of the garage, it was like, what's the best suit for this event? Not really thinking about the world championships. I think I've already kind of decided I'm going to wear the Orno X for that one, um, just to be on the safe side. And that's what I wore at Orcas, and you know, with no problems. I mean, pretty much. I mean, there's like four suits I could wear. Yeah. I, you know, it, it'd be fine if that's the only one yeah. I had, but. Um, you know, luckily we have a, you know, veritable bounty of options. Yes. <laughs> Too many options, oh, probably. Options. Yeah, it's a blessing for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think from our gear choices, I don't know if we would have made anything different. We didn't wear arm sleeves. I would like we to not have to wear arm sleeves. Yeah, we should have cabbed down yeah. more How often as well. did you do it? We, we did it on the... On Cushing, <clears throat> that's it. Yeah, the... The run that was supposed to be a little bit longer, like three and a half miles, but ended up only being two. So we kind of got caught with cab down a little but bit. But there's a couple runs. There was a, a couple runs that were. Yeah, we should have done it on Peaks. We, we definitely yeah. should have. Yeah. That was yeah. when we did it. Peaks like, was hot. Yeah, we were yeah. cooking. Yeah, that was that was a mistake. We probably should have done it right after the first the first swim as well, like going on Shabig because that was mm-hmm. a, ended up being a long run too. Definitely started sweating on Shabig when yeah. we started. Yeah. Way back when, but um, yeah. I found in terms of cabbing down because I was, when we did Swim Run Lake James in April, it was also warm and I knew pretty much my limit is like anything three miles plus, I'm going to have to cab down or else I just like boil over. <laughs> so that was an eight mile, seven or eight mile run. So almost immediately right when we got on the run, I just... Got it. Got it over with. And that was our plan going like in. And we were both supposed to do, do it, but like. for some reason I didn't do it. But Chipper did, so I was like totally cooked by the time we hit the aid station. And Chipper was like, "You should I was cab like, down, dude." And I was cabbing like, down is really nice. <laughs> too late at this point. Um, it is really nice. I. By the way, that's an awesome race. If you guys haven't done it, Lake James is, is really. Oh, nice. I do want another do good it. one to do it is like a maximize fun experience thing and not race if you don't want to. Cool. Oh, that's always on the table now. Um, do you guys want to tell us about your gear for Folsom? Oh, sure. Folsom in yeah. uh, Northern California, the high temperature of the day was 100 degrees. Oh. And the race started at 9 a.m. Oh. So I think Ooh. it was 76 or something around race start. Yeah, it was overcast right at the beginning and yeah. the sun came out pretty soon after that. <clears throat> so we definitely, Chris was tramping at the bit to get, get that vig on. And I also wore my vig as well. Same, same kit as as before, just different suits. But yeah, the only thing different for me is I I wore those Adidas shoes oh, right. for uh, the first time in a race, and uh, yeah, they were great. And did you wear kangaroo top or no? No kangaroo top. Okay. 
Are those shoes sex specific? The Adidas? They have men's and women's version? Um, I don't know. Okay. They look like they have a very precision fit. Did it feel like you were like I mean, twinkle? You pattern? could you really have to I mean I learned from from just practicing in them. You really have to get the laces kind of dialed in. Uh, um, before it starts because they do stretch a little bit. So when I put them on in the morning, I put them on a little extra tight, I think. Um, but yeah, it was, they stayed on great, drain amazing. And, you know, they're super minimal. So I don't know if I could do something exceedingly like, long if yeah. there's a lot of kind of like road running in it. Like but for this one, which was pretty much all trails, it was a, you know, gravel and, it was actually a really cool race because there was just a lot of different terrain. Plus, there was a bunch of different types of people out there, which was really cool. It was just people mountain biking, gravel biking, road biking, walking, hiking, running. Like, and there was so just a lot kept, of people recreating. They kept the trails open for all users during the race. Yeah. Cool. yeah. And it's, I love uh, that. It goes along the American River. It's like um, at least 20, 30 miles plus of trails. Yeah, so we just kept kind of crossing It's all river, river swimming. Yeah. So we okay. swam back back and forth across the American River. Is it a pretty big current or? No, nah, it wasn't too bad. Nice. It's a bunch of people on like stand-up paddle boards and kayaks and stuff. It was okay. um, definitely it was cool. like, yeah, float down the river. Kind of vibe. Of river speed. Yeah, so um, that's what we wore for that. And I think didn't really have to cab down or anything like that. Just unzipped for, for the long runs. And I will say I'm noticing this trend that I regret not doing something to stave off heat when I know it's going to happen. Like the run was two and a half miles and I'm like, I should take my cap off, but I just didn't. Oh my gosh. I don't know if it's, I didn't want to zip down. And then by the time I'm like, I'm cooked by the time. So I just need to get over, fix that. Yeah. That's an easy, that's an easy cap off. I think I don't want my hair getting, (laughs) can't can't be bothered with it. Why don't you get your hair in braids? Oh, like, I yeah, need to like figure out yeah. To, yeah. I bet yeah. there's some people in Sweden who could help you with that. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. On the boat, yeah. I'm, I'm sort of banking on it. It's like braids braids in a there. circle, like uh, horns Princess on the other yeah, side Prince, of your head, you know? Princess layers. Yeah. 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 Whoa, whoa. Speaking I just need like a gymnast bun. I, Brooke and I collected some gear observations to show. Yes, that's what I was oh. going to talk about. Let's we hear it. noticed some cool gear. Yeah. So something that has never crossed my mind because I am privileged enough to never have to have it cross my mind is how the heck you keep your head from getting sunburned if you don't have hair on it. And so we were like chatting with some people on the boat on the way over and talking about gear and whatever. And like noticing that they were wearing their full ready to go race kit and baseball caps. And the Jersey Boys. It was the Jersey Boys. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jersey yeah. Boys. Yeah, we and, know them. And, and their friend, who I've, I am sorry, forgive me, friend of the Jersey Boys. I cannot remember your name at this moment. Right. But you don't have to wear this, I know. And so they, they they wear ball caps on the runs and they stuff them in their kangaroo top on the swims. And I just like it. Not a bad I idea. Mean, it's a brilliant idea because otherwise you are for sure going to cook your dome. And but they wear like the they wear like the the swim run ball you know the swim run kind of race yeah they're caps, super collapsible yeah the collapsible yeah. ones so they can stuff yeah. them we got some at Orcas the other year yeah well you know uh, Team Max Mockerman G Flow mm-hmm. he he basically every run he puts on his prescription sunglasses and runs runs Whoa. those things dude so that's another gear observation yeah. we had like Annie and I are also 
don't really, at least I, I don't, I rarely wear sunglasses. It just doesn't bother me. But for people that are light sensitive or, you know, they are used to wearing sunglasses, um, these two women had um, those glasses that you get from the um, eye doctor's office when your eyes have been dilated. And they're oh, like, like the old wow. lady glasses that you put over well, your regular glasses? They're not yeah, but they're giant. They're like the little roll-ups. So they, they just roll uh, up. They're just the frames and they wow. just kind of like hug their temples. And then when they take them off, they roll up like a snap bracelet. Do you guys remember those from the 80s? Yeah, Anybody's? yeah. I got terrible. Um, they they roll yeah, up like a snap them. bracelet and then they can tuck them in their wetsuit. And, I think they put them in their cleavage. Yeah. It awesome. was brilliant. Yeah. I was like, that is a brilliant idea. They just like got, they literally walked the into an eye doctor yeah. office and asked for two pairs. <laughs> They're swimming in the like, year uh, I don't have cataracts or anything, but yeah. I think but I got might, this like race coming up. Do you have any of those roll up glasses I could take home? I yeah. Roll ups. And a lot of people were asking about them. They were like, where did you get those? That's such a great idea. I can't run with without my glasses, especially on a really sunny day, high, high reflective day. But um, wow. And then the other thing that these ladies were wearing um, were the opposite of the new design of the Frank paddle. And they were just the finger paddles. Oh, yeah. Little baby ones. Little baby Isn't that what ones. John uses? From the that Contra Boys? Well, he used to use until used I use gave it. him shit for it. And he finally yeah, got I was like, ones. dude, come on. Man. Yeah, I don't use. know. Honestly, I don't know that there's a huge advantage to wearing those. Um, if anything, I feel like it would fatigue your finger, finger flexors. <laughs> yeah. Your waving yeah. muscles would be. Your yeah. waving muscles. But, um, like, oh, my palm is so sore. <laughs> I can't, I cannot I can't, flip you off I right now because my fingers. I can't are, hold my post-race beer. My tarsals are destroyed. <laughs> it's like the only dance move I can do is a robot because my fingers are stuck. <laughs> you know? Or the Egyptian. Totally. What other cool robotic dance? Mr. Roboto dance? Mr. Roboto. Little sticks reference. I love it. Um, yeah, so so Folsom was great. I mean, we had a great event. I think for both of these races, Chipper and I were really trying to just make sure we have our nutrition dialed in and we feel like our paces are really coming together in a really cool way. Um, More, what do you mean? Well, I mean, we're doing a lot of track work. So I feel like for a while, my running was a little bit at a higher level than Chipper's and now it feels really even. And in swimming, I always felt like Chipper was higher than me and I've sort of caught up I wouldn't say I'm Adam, but I've caught up more. So, so we're really now. kind of like, you know, the tether isn't super taut ever. Um, we're sort of matched. We could, yeah, yeah. We're, we're pretty, we're pretty well matched at this point, which I think going into um, Atala is really a great place to be because I kind of know what I can, what I can get from Chipper. He knows what he can get from me, and and sort of like, even like pushing the pace or dialing it back, we can just be like, hey, man. What do you want to do this? 80%? I actually know exactly what he means by that. Mm. Oh, that's so... Yeah. yeah. You yeah. don't like, need to, watches either. I was just going to oh, bring yeah. it full circle to how Brooke opened the show up about that we were just flowing so well at the Folsom. It was like I was feeling Randy out, out of the swim, so I just started leading that run, and then Chris wanted to lead the other swim and he just went for it. It wasn't, there was no oh, discussion wow. or anything. We were just going for it. We weren't saying, oh, I can't hold this pace. Yeah, we didn't we write just, anything on our paddles. We just we went did, for it. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I mean, that that show is, um, I think by the time this comes out, that race report is yeah. out. But yeah, it was a really interesting race where we were just like, I mean, we knew we were super even. 
on the runs. We were doing like seven thirties. I think one mile was like a six fifty mile or something crazy. Just just Dang. just moving really well. Like really yeah. moving through nature really well. And um yeah, I mean and and we've talked about it before. It's like one of the things that makes the swim run such a cool thing is kind of like getting into this flow state where you're just like moving yeah. through nature. Yeah. And one of the ways that you achieve that is just by doing it quickly and kind of elegantly. Yep. Um, and I definitely felt like, you know, anyway, there's, I won't spoil it, but there's a great story from, from our race report show from where, where Chipper just, you know, I was just looking at him like, look at this guy. Look at this guy. I love this guy. <laughs> oh it was great. It was great. It was fantastic. You are so well positioned to head over to Sweden right now, it sounds like. That's awesome. That's really I mean, awesome. You know, I love that you looked build. over at him like... I love this guy. I love this guy. <laughs> I love this fucking guy. He had hearts in his eyes like puppy little Yeah, field. exactly. <laughs> well, I'm happy to like hear that getting faster hasn't up. hardened your hearts. Yes. No. No, I think of anything, it's, um, you know, this whole build, we've talked about it on previous shows. It's like, hey, we want to be as prepared as possible to, when we get to the start line. But once we're there, we really want to have this mindset where it's just like, hey, we're trying to do a good job, but we're trying to have as much fun as possible and really enjoy this and yeah. Yeah. try to soak it all in Absolutely. and really try to like, you know, create like a, have like a memory of it rather than having to be this blur because we're stressed or trying to do all this stuff. And just, you know, we've gotten some great advice on how to kind of approach the course and, and what to expect. But the rest of it is just like, I mean, it's such a great opportunity to, to do the original thing, you know, while the sport is still relatively young, it's, it's going to be great. Yeah. Man, hearing you say that made me think of a really great show closing mantra, but I don't drop it and we're leaving. (laughs) That time. Oh, hashtag make your short courses long and make your long courses longer. (laughs) Boom. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Love Love it. it. I love it. Well, it's great to chat with you guys. Thank you so much for for coming back on. It's great to yes. it was great to see you at Casco and um, yeah, yeah. See you out there. I'm having one of those moments where I'm looking over at you guys and looking over at Brooke and thinking, God, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having us. Yeah, heart emoji. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Gear Talk with the Swim Run Labs. You can learn more about all things Swim Run at swimrunlabs.com. If you have any questions or requests for us to review on the show, send us an email at lowtideboyswithaz at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening to this and your other podcast and leave a review if you're so inclined. We'd like to thank Writing Easy Records for our show music and, of course, Annie and Brooke for sharing their wealth of knowledge with us. We'd like to give a huge shout out to our wives for letting us do this sort of stuff. And until next time, be sure to go out there and go for a swim. And then a run. And then another swim. And then a run. Might as well throw another swim on there. And a run. And then just keep going. (laughs) Okay. Don't stop. Won't stop. Can't stop. Mm